So Maggie Paxton, who was 18 at the time, she was a freshman. She was walking across West University Avenue at Gail Lameron Drive across the crosswalk. And she was heading back to her dorm. And as she was walking across the crosswalk, a blue BMW crashed into her and fled the scene. And so Maggie was left behind um, and she died there. So very tragic accident that uh, was among the first to um, really launch a movement to change University Avenue. So I want to ask you about what happened um, What happened on March 28th. Mm-hmm. So what was this plea deal that Figueroa was trying to enter into and why mm-hmm. did the judge reject it? So the plea deal was based on the minimum mandatory sentence of four years and the defense attorney and prosecutor came to an agreement for a 10-year felony probation, which is not required in the minimum, but that was a compromise that they made but prior to the court event on Monday. And this was ultimately rejected by Judge Philip Pena, who said this is not a mandatory case. And essentially, Judge Pena ordered a pre-sentence investigation on Figueroa to gain more clarity, and essentially it's a background check on him. So b- before he makes the de- sentencing decision, he wants to collect more research. And that was the conclusion of Monday. So Paxton's family and close friends submitted victim impact statements. Right. What is a victim impact statement? And what did they say about what Paxton's death um, has done to their family and their community? Right. So victim impact statements essentially explain how the crime, how the death, how the loss affected those close to Maggie or whatever case it is. And so these victim impact statements were incredibly emotional. A lot of the people there were crying and as were the people speaking. It was very intense, um, an intense exchange. Um, And there was anger, there was a lot of sadness, a lot of mourning. But as Kylie Borg told me, Maggie Paxton's lifelong friend. They were born in the same hospital on the same day, grew up together from preschool to college. And Kylie told me that these are words that she has pent up for this whole period, this whole year and a half period. And finally, she can explain how she feels while the accused is there. So very impactful moments happening. And the community spoke about lingering PTSD, um, especially the family. Um, Both of her parents said they struggled to sleep. They have images of Maggie lying on the streets, bleeding out alone. Um, Her sister, Holly, said that she is uncomfortable in her own home at times and is unable to eat, has gone through periods of complete loss of appetite and lots of panic attacks. So the victim impact statements explain mental and physical effects. These are what the judge has to consider in his sentencing so to gauge the full impact of what happened. Were um, Paxton's loved ones at the hearing? Yes. So the four people gave impact statements. As I mentioned, Kylie Borg, Maggie's lifelong friend, 
her two parents, Lisa and James Paxton, and her sister, Holly. Along with those four individuals, friends, a lot of friends came from her high school, uh, Fletcher High, also from Kappa Kappa Gamma, where Maggie um, was a sorority sister. The courtroom had about 50 people on Maggie Paxton's side and then a nine on Joshua Figueroa's in the courtroom. And then there were about 40 people on the Zoom call watching. So all in all, 100 people observed what happened on Monday. Besides the four individuals who gave impact statements, what did others in attendance have to say about the outcome? Right. Thank you for asking. So besides the four that spoke, others sent in letters to Judge Pena, and he mentioned that the hearing that he heard read those letters. But after the hearing, Kappa Kappa Gamma members and others expressed that they felt drained, they felt tired. Kylie Borg told me it's not over. Um, they expressed anger, um, but ultimately there was a feeling of overall just mourning and sadness. Um, and there were two girls who drove from Tallahassee to attend the hearing that I mentioned in the story. And Aaron Booker and Scott Baines, and they spoke, they shared, you know, happy memories with Maggie. They were reflecting and laughing, and it was a time of people also expressing their love for her and feeling joyful in those memories and but all in all like I said there were feelings of anger there were feelings of sadness and just exhaustion and when will be the next um what is the next step in this case right so in the next steps um there will be a two-week pre-sentence investigation on Figueroa and then the court will reconvene on April 20th to resolve the case. I want to ask one last question. This is not the only fatal hit-and-run accident of a University of Florida student in the last two years. I mean, there's been, unfortunately, um, several. Did you hear from any other community members about what this case might mean for the other cases of people trying to bring justice to their loved ones? Yes, that's a good question. So in speaking with some civil lawyers on the case, so attorney William Mulligan, who worked on the civil case with Miguel Figueroa, told me in an interview that he, as well as the firm Grossman, Roth, Yaffa, and Cohen, hope to bring justice to these families. They also represent Sophia Lambert's family in another case. And they said they want to prevent these sort of deaths that are preventable. He called them preventable. And he said while the sentencing and change of plea will not change the Paxton family's feelings, they obviously are still in mourning. He said he hopes that they can find some closure. And ultimately, back to the um, other deaths along University Avenue, um, Jack McKinney spoke with me. He helped form the group Not One More to advocate for changes to University Avenue. And he told me that they will continually work on this project. Kylie Borg agreed and said she will continue advocating for University Avenue changes 
And while last week was focused on Maggie Paxton and that and they wanted to focus their attention on her and the case, they said they will not give up advocating for changes to University Avenue.